TheOAMNetwork.com. Welcome to another episode of Sports, Sports, Sports Queued Up. I am your host, Quentin Bailey. This is brought to you by Side Street Cafe. Um, a lot to get into. We're going to start off the show. Uh, hot topic. The city of Memphis was riding on this. So Josh Pastner is the new head coach of Georgia Tech. And so I'm bringing on the show my friend Walt Stallings. What's up, buddy? What's up, man? How are you doing, Q? I'm good, man. Uh, you're the one that actually, I was at work the other day, and you're the one that called me and uh, broke the news to me. So, uh... So yeah, was, too. yeah, I know. So it was pretty cool. We both uh, stepped away from our jobs to talk for 15 minutes about Josh Pastner, and which right. this is awesome. Uh, he negotiated before he was, he was going to get fired next year, right? And uh, so it's better to Probably. leave on your own than get fired. Definitely. So let, let's jump right at it, man. Uh, we wish him the best of luck, right? We don't want him to fail or anything. But uh, yeah, nice, nice guy. Yeah, so we wish him well. So let's jump on to the search. Of course, everyone's looking at Greg Marshall. Uh, what do you right. think the chances of us landing him? Is he's 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 the top candidate, right? Um, man, he's the top dream candidate. I think. Um, I think it's pretty unlikely. I, I think there's a small chance, but uh, I'd say as far as everybody that's being talked about, he's probably the most unlikely. Yeah, because he's going to be too much money too much to take care uh what do you what do you what are your because uh, you brought up you called in on my show before uh steve right. forbes who right. who was an assistant under greg uh marshall yeah. what what do you think the chances of us landing him so i think basically the way it's looking right like uh right now so greg marshall top of the list as far as dream candidate mm-hmm. as far as number two uh you know they always talk about home run hires i think it's probably buzz williams from virginia tech yeah. A guy who, you know, would also need a lot of money, another guy with a big ego, mm-hmm. but somebody that uh Parrish and all those guys say is a real selling point for him. Right. Um after that, man, somebody like Steve Forbes, I think Forbes would be a great hire. He's somebody who's making under a million dollars right now at yeah. ESU. Um he's a guy who's known as a relentless recruiter, a good players coach. Uh, you know, like you said, he worked under Greg Marshall, also worked under Bruce Burrow. Mm-hmm. Uh he he's coach, been a, he's uh, been a career uh, assistant though for the most part, right? You know, um, he was a he was a head coach at uh, Northwest Florida State Junior mm-hmm. College. Yeah, and uh, the two years he was a head coach there was a national runner up. Um, yeah, first year at ETSU, which I guess would be the one question. He went uh, twenty four and twelve, I believe, yeah. and um, lost in the championship game of the tournament. Yeah, uh, I mean. Out of the candidates, because, you know, being realistic, uh, as, you know, I would love to have Penny Hardaway, but let's focus on the true uh, experience of coaches, right? And right. So, Marshall Williams, Forbes, Adam Kennedy of Ole Miss. Right. Uh, is there anyone else that's in the mix that you would say you think it's going to come down to them guys? Um, Those are definitely names that are being brought up. Some other ones that I've heard recently. Eric Mawson from Nevada, uh-huh. and um, he's kind of interesting because I think he's a name that probably won't necessarily excite a lot of people. Yeah, um, another guy who's got one year of uh, being a college head coach, but he was also um, D League Coach of the Year twice. He's a guy with NBA experience. I-, I think he's looked at a lot of people look at him as a great offensive mind and a great motivator. 
He's also only 51 years old, so it's not like mm-hmm. pastor. It's not like hiring a guy in his early 30s, but he's not older. Right. Um, some other names I've heard. All of this is obviously just rumor mill stuff right now, but mm-hmm. Tubby Smith's name has come up, Kelvin Sampson's name, um, Matt McCall from UT Chat. I think uh, he went 29-6 and six first year. He's a former assistant under Billy Donovan. Uh, took UT Chat to the NCAA tournament. And I think the problem with him is after the passing experiment, McCall is another young guy. And I right. think he might be probably too young to take a chance on. To repeat your, repeat your same doom, right? And um, So out of all the guys that you name, if we can't get Greg Marshall, uh, okay, who do you want? I, I mean, if we could get Buzz Williams, I think Buzz Williams would be awesome. As far as probably the more realistic guys, I've I've like Steve Forbes. I know last time I called into the show, he was one that I brought up. You did, mm-hmm. and, and I just think, man, I think he's a guy you're not going to have to pay a ton. I think he's pretty proven as far as an assistant goes. Um, right. You know, like you said, one year head coaching could uh, turn some people off, but man, I think he's pretty low risk too. I think he's pretty confident, and he's known as being pretty confident. So I mean, just just getting rid of Josh Pastner, him moving on is electrifying for the city, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, but any of these guys we name, is it really going to like even escalate to another level of excitement? Like, oh, wow, we got this guy, you know? Maybe Kennedy because he's maybe the most known around this area, being from Cincinnati and Ole Miss. Uh, but right. be like, oh, man, yes, we we got Forbes. Yes, we got Williams. Do you see that exciting factor for the city? You know, I think the thing about that is um, a lot of fans aren't going to recognize certain names because you are going into, you know, the smaller leagues and everything with a lot of these guys or guys who have coached, you know, somebody like Eric Musselman, like I said, who was an NBA guy who's had Mm -hmm. one year coaching in college. So I'm not sure that a lot of these names will excite people. But um, one thing, you know, I try to keep in mind is that uh, the coaching firm that they've got doing the search, the same coaching firm that found uh, Mike Norvell and Justin Fuente, and uh, obviously Memphis basketball, completely different thing than Memphis football, so I hate to make that comparison. No, but, you're absolutely right. The chef of Sports Talk, CJ, is here with me. Yeah, um, what's up? And uh, he he was saying the same point to me the other night about having confidence in the program itself doing uh, justice by the hiring process like they did in football. Right. Fuente was a guy who didn't excite anybody when he got hired. And, and, you know, he was coming in with much lower expectations, obviously, following Larry Porter and following, you know, um, a lot of, like, uh, Tommy West's worst year. But I don't know. I I do trust the process. And the other thing I think, and I'm not the first person to say this, a lot of people have said this, is Memphis is a job where a lot of people have won here, and I think a lot of people will be able to win so as far as that excitement, I'm not sure what will electrify the fan base, but I think once you start getting guys in, start seeing, you know, what we haven't seen in seven years, people running good offensive sets, playing tough defense, and I think more importantly, the players that we do have actually learning and getting better. Mm-hmm. I think that in itself, I think the product is going to excite people again. Yeah, because people good. in the city, man, we just want Memphis basketball to be good again. I think on the downside, though, I think a lot of peop- uh, higher-profile guys are scared off based on the amount of scrutiny you get here. You know, we get a lot of attention from the local newspaper right. and all that. So it's a sure. tough place to really, you know, take your lumps, you know, on the way up. So Right. I'm not, you know, I'm not sure that the higher-profile guys 
would be too intimidated by it at this point because it is, you know, it is different than coming in following John Calipari. You're coming in right. sort of tempered expectations. Well, and I think for a lot of these guys, man, their egos, you know, they've got really high, like they think really highly of themselves, and that alone keeps them from being too scared off by a challenge. Understandably so. I think the thing is, uh, like this city and like the commercial appeal, uh, and we all believe that Memphis State is a top program, right? Top 20 type of program. Sure. The rest of the country's sure. like, you're not a top 20 program. So that's where it comes from. When you come here, that's where that scrutiny CJ referring to comes from. We have higher expectations for our program because um, we felt that success that we've had, right? We've been right. so close so many times. Definitely. Uh, sure. So, so we, we expect to win. We expect – we don't expect championships yet because we haven't been there, but Sweet 16s and whatnot. So the the, right. the further away you get from that consistency, I think, comes that scrutiny. And it's always been the only game in town until recently, right. in the last 10, right. 10, 12 years. So it's always been the biggest thing we've had. So it's always got garnered a lot of attention. So Right. But, you know, you talk about Sweet 16s, and I think that's something that we've proven we can do pretty routinely because uh, up until the past few years, since the 70s, We've made a Sweet 16 an average over almost it was about every four years, a little bit less than every four years. Right. You know, you talk about the final fours we have been to. What was under three different head coaches? And I think just with the recruiting base, and uh, we're not a blue blood, obviously, but we can throw near blue blood money at people, which not a lot of teams outside the Power Five can say. You know, we've got really good financial backers and Bill Laurie and Fred Smith. Right. And there are a lot of things we can do to compete with those high-level programs. So I think, you know, Sweet 16, every handful of years, I, I don't think that is too much to ask for here. Yeah, you can almost do that just recruiting here locally. You know, should be able right. to right. if right. you can coach the talent up. Exactly. Right. But, but like Walt, like you referred, man, and we had this conversation uh, years ago about Joe Jackson and Chris Crawford, who I was not a fan. Right. Uh, and, <laughs> right. And uh, at all. And so when it got uh, closer to their senior year, they got better on effort, but they really weren't better basketball players because – of coaching, and that's where they were NBA talents, right? But, but didn't make it because they weren't coached up to that level. Yeah, Pastner really didn't have any kind of track record of making anyone better, you know. Right, and I think that's where the frustration was from him. You know, if you see a if you see a team not even exceeding their abilities, but playing to their abilities, you say like, okay, cool, this is kind of what we expected. This is where we're at right now. But the Pastner teams consistently like just underperformed. Even last season, which was just, you know, a dumpster fire, it was so hard to watch. I mean, we had two McDonald's All-Americans and a senior point guard. You know, there was talent on that team. Absolutely. Uh, you can't be losing to East Carolina and all those type of teams, you know. Tulane, yeah. Yeah, it's horrible, man. And, and it's something that, unfortunately, we're starting to become accustomed to. And that's why it was time for change. Yeah. Uh, right, like, like, absolutely. Like you and I stated, Walt, uh, we wish Pastner well, right? We don't want him to fail at Georgia great, Tech. Great guy. I hope he. And, I, and I'm not now a fan of Georgia Tech. So, yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. They saved the day, taking <laughs> yeah. them off our hands. Uh, but you know, moving forward, man. Uh, any of the four or five guys that we've we've discussed, uh, do you think this program will be better in three years than it was three years ago? I do. Of the of yes. those guys, yeah, yeah, it sounds like Ab- it, yeah, absolutely. Because three years ago, we were a back-to-back tournament team. Right. You know what I mean? And still getting the top talent. Four Kings year, right? 
That was uh, Joe Jackson, Chris Crawford, um, and then Will Barton Johnson. I, you know, man, I think we'll absolutely be in a better place because the thing is, um, if you find somebody who can even just recruit the city, coming up uh, 2018, 2019, there's a good crop of Memphis kids coming out. And if you just do that alone, you can put together a team that can compete in our league, you know, that can at least be top three. It's all about Cincinnati getting a guy. We got to get a guy who can coach these guys, though. That's all that matters, man. If we get a guy yeah, who can, right. you know, coach them X and O them, then we'll be good. Well, doing my homework, man. I've become a, a fan of Forbes, and uh, me too. Me too. yeah, so I think he's probably the the best fit for the program because you know uh, I think I discussed this with you because I, mm-hmm. I was hearing on the radio. I think it was Calkins talking on uh, Chris Vernon uh, talking about Marshall. Um, when someone was trying to lure him away a year or two ago, and he was making two point five or whatever he was making, and uh, right. he was making two, we'll say two, and would have to play. I I'd heard like around four ish to get him. Yeah, we'll yeah. have to play four. But right. they, they, but but uh, his agent, the team called the agent, and he said, "All right, two point five, get back to me." Right. So the team calls back, says, "We'll go two. He said, "All right, have fun on your search," and he says, "I'm not. We're not. We don't negotiate. I tell you a number. If I tell you two point five, you got to go two point eight. You know what I mean? Uh, if you right. want, if you want this guy, they're talking about uh, you got to give him his own private jets to fly around to like vineyards right. in California with his wife to travel and stuff like that. And, yeah, for uh, and he's a good coach, man. But, oh, uh, he's better than good, man. But especially well, coaching yeah. a, a small a small town market like that and making it making it happen. Well, year some, after year. some can argue it's easier to succeed in such a situation. Uh, not maybe in your conference, but not on the NCAA tournament. That that's where he really you know shows that he can out coach people and. You know, but right. he is losing two of his key players this year. I'd, I'd be interested to see what his team look like next year without uh, Van Fleet and yeah. uh, Baker. Yeah. Backcourt, yeah. Backcourt, so, yeah. So, Walt, bang for buck, man. Four million for uh, Marshall or a cool one point something for Forbes? What do you think is a better bang for the buck? Um, you know, honestly, man, I think if you could get it done, man, maybe the four million for Marshall just because – he would come in here and he would absolutely run it. There are absolutely no questions about him. Right. But, but um, the, the one thing I will say about Steve Forbes, and I hope we learned this lesson from Calipari, is we already had a coach, you know, and obviously an incredibly successful one, where we invested a lot of money in the individual. We pretty much gave Calipari anything that he wanted. So when Calipari upped and left, we hadn't invested as much into the facilities and yeah. into the program itself and into the other things. So when he left, he took all that success with him, hence the Josh Passner era, where if you get a guy like Forbes, you're paying him, like you said, one point something, you know, incentives, trust that he can build something here, and as he goes on, he'll have the opportunity to make more money, as anybody will at this job. But, he can also throw money into facilities and have something when he's gone for whatever reason. But the thing about Marshall, the higher dollar guy, man, if you bring him on, in two years, if he wins 20 games, gets in the tournament both seasons or whatever, we're gonna have to pay him another two million dollars because UCLA, all these yeah. sort of teams are, are gonna, gonna start come calling. after him. Yeah, because we're still a mid-major program, right? Definitely. Yeah, it, and the market does top out eventually. You know, I guess uh, without looking offhand, I assume Calipari is the highest paid coach in basketball. Mm-hmm. I heard um, he wanted like ten million to go to the Nets or whatever, so he must be making pretty good money. Ridiculous. Yeah, right. And, the, and that's one thing we can't compete in. And, and you know, I think that's something that's probably a big reason, part of why I don't think we will get Greg Marshall, is that we don't have the TV deals and the TV money coming in that Power Five conference. Right. And even so if, we're also up against that. 
Absolutely. But even if we got him, I mean, don't don't you still feel a little haunted by the whole big star Calipari thing? Because like yeah, he, he's gonna go somewhere else, wherever his right. dream job comes out of nowhere, he's, he's gonna take it. No, yeah, and right. we're gonna you're be. Right. And if we don't set ourselves up like we did last time, which was poorly, we had to like Calipari was never gonna leave. Let me propose something. Absolutely. Would you rather have Marshall say two or three years, or Forbes for you know four on? Uh, Forbes for sure. Long term, you know, I think I think the only appeal, the scary part about Greg Marshall is also his appeal, and that having like trudged through these last two years, I think people really are craving a quick fix. But the truth is, you think about what's better for the program in the long run, it probably is a Forbes type. You know, I'm inclined to agree with you. On I need to scenario. study up more on Forbes though, but he seems like a a good up and comer. You know. So we'll yeah. we'll be looking more into this for sure, man. And well, I'm gonna have, you, you're a really good interview, man. I'm gonna have to. Uh, yeah, I was zoning. I was zoning in before yeah. I got in. I was like, you're gonna <laughs> listening to you. Uh, even if we have to wait till football season, Tiger season, to get you in here. You're gonna have to come take a chair, man. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. Absolutely. And if the chairs are full, man, you can always have my lap, man. It's always plenty <laughs> of room for you, better, buddy. Man. So yeah, that's, that's what I really want. All right, man. Let's calm it down before it gets out of control. <laughs> uh, Walt, man, thank you so much for chiming in, man. And uh, yeah, thanks for the call. Uh, as as it develops, uh, we'll 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 definitely be in touch uh, moving forward, man. Thank you for taking the time to come on the show. All right, thanks a lot, man. Uh, take Talk care. You guys later. All uh-huh. right, see you, Walt. And that was Walt Stallings calling in, talking Memphis Tiger basketball, because it was such a big deal losing uh, or having Josh, Josh Pastner move on. It was a great that, deal. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. It was. It was huge for this city. Yeah. And, uh, which Who's was, seen that coming, man? No one. Yeah, and that's right. why I had to start the show off. Right. With, uh, that was a home run, man. Handling the business, man. Uh, so, today, uh, as I've already introduced, my normal co-host here, uh, Chef of Sports Talk, CJ. I got my NBA guru Darnell Fisher in the house. Oh yeah, Darnell, so, uh, it, is, it is NBA time. Uh, my time of year. Last couple of days of the regular Love season. It. Let me unplug my phone there. Oh, it's also the beginning of the end because after the playoffs, no football, no basketball. Oh my, we God. got baseball, man. And right now, my uh, Cubs and Royals are ranked one and two in the power <laughs> rankings. Hey, enjoy it. And uh, I am. We got a little Olympic basketball this summer. Yeah, well, the Cubs lost someone the other night, though, right? Yeah, for the season, it's yeah, it's fine though. Already, yeah. can't, can't, yeah. can't win them all, man. Wow, a left fielder, Cardinals lost. Oh yeah, dude that went down. Yeah, game, but yeah, absolutely. Mm. I wasn't talking about a game as yeah. a player. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, anyways, so we'll jump right in. NBA is the big topic, as uh, I mean, after the Tigers, right? And so, uh, NBA, a uh, couple games left. The, the Warriors are sitting at 72 wins. Oh, yeah. The only thing standing in their way is the Memphis Grizzlies. The nah, the Grizz gave that last one away, too. Yeah, they man. did, man. Damn. One point. Uh, one point. Yeah. yeah they, fought, they fought hard, man. Homeboy got fouled at the end, though. I just have to say that. Well, I think he got fouled on the drive. I don't yeah. think he got – the shot, even though there was a he little He contested contact, the fadeaway nicely. Yeah. Uh, was it Thompson, I think? Yeah. Yeah, he got up on it. But good. on the drive, the previous drive, uh, they, Dr- Draymond yeah. Green bumped him. And, yeah. you know, of course, Memphis is freaking out. You know, uh, no calls on the Warriors. Warriors or whatnot, they're the champs. He yeah. should have he should have passed that ball, man. He should have passed the yeah, ball. Yeah, give it up. He lost track of they time. They was up by ten with five minutes to go. Up by eight with two minutes to go. They should have closed that out. That was all Memphis. Fault. You can be up by twenty with five minutes yeah, to go against they, the Warriors. Yeah, they, yeah. but they had every opportunity to win that game, and they yeah, kind of blew it. You know, that was kind of depressing. But hey, 
You had a good out. chance to steal one of the last but two. I, I like the feel-good story of Golden State. I, I mean, we watching history here. 73 wins. Yeah. That's more than any other NBA team. So oh, you're already counting this last one, huh? I'm counting it. I'm counting it already <laughs> because I, I just don't think Memphis going to lay down, but I don't think they're going to beat them either. Well, yeah. I mean, if you, if you look at it this way, man, uh, Golden State's a much better team. Right, Golden maybe. State's at home, and the Grizzlies are on – Second night of a back-to-back on the mm-hmm. West Coast there yeah, in Golden State. So I just want to say I was truly disappointed how many Golden State fans were at the game the other night. I was going to bring this up. Those, God, those dog, are not man. Golden State fans. No, they're not. No. And that's what's most frustrating <laughs> about it. Those are bandwagon fans. Those are oh bandwagon fans, man. man. And, they, and they get on yeah, my fucking They got their nerd. Kobe jerseys in the, uh, <laughs> in the closet. You know what I mean? Blonde jerseys. They got they it was, Yankees. It, it was frustrating for me yes. to watch that game, yeah. uh, seeing the fake fans of Memphis. I was I, I was embarrassed to be a Memphian right. at that moment, man. Until oh, now, I have never made a Golden State fan until now. I've met a couple I'm talking over be- the years. Before, before now, I, ha- I haven't. It's rare. Maybe no. a few back in the Chris Webber, Tim yeah. Hardaway days when they were kind of cool. Sprewell. Yeah. Sprewell, yeah. But now. Yeah. But now it's all about Steph Gosh. Curry, man. Yeah. Oh, did you hear on the last night they were saying when they, when they beat the Spurs at home first time since like 2000, since 97 or something like that? Um, Steph Curry's having statistically probably the best season ever. Wow. Ever. I wouldn't be surprised. And they was comparing him to Wilt Chamberlain. Wow. So, you know, when you compare it to Wilt Chamberlain, you know, you're doing big things. Well, let's see if they can get that ring, which I don't think they will. Who do you think is going to beat them? San Antonio. Uh, I, I did y'all catch the game? I watched the whole game. San Antonio. Who was at home? San Antonio was at home. They were home, yeah. But. I heard Kawhi didn't play very he, well. He, he played trashy, like, yeah. you know, but he he he's usually better than that. But this game, it seemed like he just couldn't just couldn't get over that hump. Yeah, them guys was too didn't good. shoot well. Yeah. They say Aldridge played really well though. Aldridge is probably their best player. Golden State has no answer for him. Yeah, from the games that I've seen nah, them play, they, they don't have an answer for him. He's yeah. too big and skilled for Draymond to deal with. And his, he got a pure jumper. Yeah. Like, his mid-range yeah. jumper is awesome. <laughs> and, he, and he's big, man. Yeah, right. he is big. He can flat foot play basketball. Um, so, um, Golden State's going to be the one seed. We all assume they're going to get that 73rd win. Right. Uh, so, what I want to do is jump down. We're going to start in the Western Conference, okay? okay. Mm-hmm. Uh not game by game, but I got the remaining games left for these guys that are fighting for positioning. Okay, Portland is the five seed. Uh, Memphis is the six seed, a half a game behind Portland. Of course, Portland only has what one more game, right? Yeah, they got Denver at home. Yeah, and uh, Memphis has at the Clippers and at the Warriors. So Portland's probably going to sit tight at that five. They yeah. should be yeah. definitely everybody. Uh, we have to win both of, both of ours, and they have to lose theirs for yeah. us to take. So them. the Grizzlies have a one game lead on Dallas. And Dallas plays at Utah, who's the eight seed, who's mm-hmm. holding on, holding off Houston, and San Antonio at home. So they'll probably they may split at best, I would assume. Mm-hmm. But San Antonio won't even play their guys. Yeah, I don't think they. I think, I think it's the last over game. They lost. But the Utah's got a pretty easy road, right? Utah has Dallas and at the Lakers, so Kobe's last game. So yeah. Utah, Utah could probably win both of those games and yeah. probably move up. Just me looking at it before the show, I was saying thinking. Memphis might fall down one more spot. Utah might jump where Memphis is. Now they're Portland will sit still. Predicting Memphis to fall down to eight. See, I think us or Dallas will have the eight spot yeah. when this all shakes out. Man, I don't. Well, I'd rather have the eight than the seven, though. <laughs> I don't want to play. This San would get tricky, man. On that last game between the Mavericks and the Spurs, right? Okay. Uh, I think if the Mavericks can draw the Grizzlies in the first round, 
that'll dig. The Mavericks and the Grizzlies? I mean, not oh, sorry, the Spurs. Spurs and the Grizzlies. Yeah. If they can get to uh, Grizzlies to seven, I think that'll dictate how many players they play. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Who plays and whatnot. Because I think if you can get the Grizzlies, you kind of want to play up and win that game. Definitely, yeah. Or if you're going to get the Grizzlies, then you want to lose on purpose. Yeah. Right. You know Either I mean? way, yeah. Because that's probably the team you want that's to play out of all That's probably a Pacovich type thing, too. I think he'll do that. Well, yeah. yeah. And Why wouldn't you? And I think anyone else would, would do that if they could. Because I think Memphis Definitely. is the team you want to play. Right. Right now, going to the playoffs, uh, unless you're the Clippers. But um, that's not going to happen now because Memphis couldn't hold on. But, uh, I mean, and it happens when you have 30 different players. Exactly. Well, oh, with that being said – I'm, I got. I got to talk about the coach of Memphis. I didn't really like that guy at first. And, he's done you know a fantastic yeah, job, man. Man, he's really held the ship down by all these entries and you know missing Marcus All and Mike Conley. Right, like he really proved his worth. And it we, makes me curious to see what he could do with a different roster. Like if look, we shook up the roster a with little his bit, style of players. Shook up the yeah. roster, he may go to Minnesota. So, I'm just saying, as yeah. far as our team, yeah. so, you know, ship a couple of older guys out, move it around a little bit. Yeah. I'd like to see what he could do. You I know? think I think he more like um, the coach for Dallas. I think yeah. Carlisle. Yeah, I think they like marry each other right there. I think that Carlisle's awesome. His, his yeah, yeah he's Carlisle's underrated mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, he's yeah. a good coach. Very successful. Man. Never gets mentioned, but definitely one of the better coaches. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, I think we'll all kind of be like. Uh, Portland five, Utah six, Memphis, Dallas seven and eight. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's where I'm at. Uh, don't think Houston catches up and gets in. They're mathematically no. eliminated, right? No, they're one game back of yeah. Utah. Really? Okay. And I they, know we clinch, so we got, we're definitely in even so if we who, lose our two. Who does Houston yeah. play? Uh, at Minnesota. That's that's a tough that's a tough game. Yeah, I man, think Minnesota's going to get them. Yeah, man. I yeah. Mean, see why not? They, Minnesota's starting to play pretty good. Harden too. doesn't have any heart, man. I, I'd rather not see Houston in the playoffs. Anyway. I wouldn't either, man. Right. They're, they're not going to beat anybody. They're going to get swept. Yeah, man. so it's not going to be. Cut. They get in. They're the worst team in the playoffs. Even basically, with, yeah. even with the D League Grizzly team, they don't have a coach. They don't have a lot of things. They have Harden. Yeah, the best point guard. In the they're going to shake their roster up a lot too. Yeah, man. Got to man. Yeah, got Howard's to. out. Howard's they're going to do a lot of different shit. Yeah, yeah, but they need a lot of stuff, man. But they've been pretty good about. You know, trying different things out, and they don't sit on their hands. Yeah, you know what I mean. They're almost like a two K season. They make they make moves. <laughs> yeah, they make like, moves yep. yeah. Oh, I recognize him on free agent. I'm signing him. Yeah. Daryl Morey. That's the guy running I, the show. I kind of like good. him. I kind of like he him. Is. He takes chances, yeah. and some of it work out. Some of it don't. Yeah, know? but he's not gonna uh, stand pat. At yeah, all. with mediocrity. No, he he's do not it. gonna be satisfied with just an okay team. You know. All right, so let's switch it over to the Eastern Conference where uh, Cleveland's sitting at one. They'll be the one seed, Toronto two. Now, three through six here is going to be a little uh, tangled. Atlanta and Boston, they play each other. Miami and Boston, Atlanta, they all play each other. In any, one them, any, one, any one of them teams right could be the three seed. Any one of them teams could be the three seed. Yeah, and but I they, would, all, they all play each other. Yep. So, it's, so, it's it's all going yeah. so it's all going to play out over the next few days. Hey, so if you play well, you pretty much dictate where you're going to fall. Yes, you do, and you want yeah. that home court in the so, first round. So out of those three teams, Boston, Miami, who? Atlanta and Charlotte. Say Boston, Miami, and Charlotte. Who you think the best out of those three? Uh, I would take Boston. Based I, off, I, I like their coach, and I like the I fact like, they can score points. I like their up and coming talent. It yeah. seems like they got a good young base. I think Miami because simply because they got Wade and Whiteside and a couple yeah. other pieces. Joe Johnson. And they have a good yeah. coach yeah. as well. They have a really good team. Really. Yeah, they have a good team. Yeah, uh, and it's well put together. It's it's all about pick your poison. Who's all injured on Miami? I haven't really seen them playing in a while. Dad, I, mean, I, I can't tell. Is you. Dragic playing? Birdman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they pretty much got their whole team. They just you know they they kind of been saving Bosch, a lot of their players. Bosh, Bosh, Dragic playing. Yeah, Whiteside. Huh? Everybody's. Really, it's a good uh, roster, yeah. man. 
So let me ask you this. Uh, the bottom, seven. Uh, Detroit and Indiana are Detroit, 7 and 8. Detroit basketball. Detroit's in the playoffs for the first time since 08 oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Congrats, man. Oh, uh, yeah, man. It's yeah. been tough. And uh, That's my first love, Detroit. First love. Oh, don't come back now, Laker fans. My first love, <laughs> Come back now, Laker fans. Yeah, my first love, man. But, uh, Who did you go for at Detroit, Laker? Uh, I was, chip, I was chip. Detroit, Detroit. Detroit, okay. Yeah, Detroit. So... Or can either one of these teams? Because uh, Big Ken tells me he thinks if Detroit draws Cleveland, then Detroit's going to beat them, mm-hmm. right? Because cause same theory that I've been saying, they kind of beat themselves and whatnot. It's not about them being a better team. Big Ken's got to get on this show. We talk about him way too fucking much. Yeah, man. And he's been on here once. I heard no. him one time. No, he no. ain't been on here, oh, man. Okay. No, he's never been on here. Uh, he said he's waiting on vacation. He's got a new <laughs> restaurant he just opened up, he man. Does. Congrats, ah, okay. man. He's doing yeah. big things then. I'm proud yeah. for him, Get for that sure, money, man. Big Ken. Proud right. for him, for sure. Get that money, man. He's got to take 15 to get on this show. If you're in Houston, look up Nevaeh's Plate. Yes, sir. Yeah. It, it all looks delicious. It does, and man. I want to eat the damn so. uh, t- uh, telephone. I, I asked them if they fed exit like Corky's. Say freeze drive, be some shit. Maybe one day, and um, hopefully, anyways. But so, uh, Indiana, Detroit, seven, eight. Either one of these guys can, because uh, I think these teams are both bad matches for Cleveland for different reasons. Uh, of course, Indiana has a superstar in Paul George. Uh-huh. Good team, good defense. The way they play and everything cause trouble. Detroit puts up points. They don't play defense really, mm-hmm. uh, but they put up a lot of points and they got a lot of young athletic players, yeah, right. and guys that can shoot on the, the perimeter. More, the more complete team, I think. Yeah, probably so. So, do you can you see Cleveland getting put out in the first round? Because I called weeks ago when you were here, Darnell. You have called it. I, yeah. I've called. They won't make it past the second round. Yeah, you said that. And uh, I was on your. Uh, bandwagon there too yeah man. yeah i think they're gonna get upset i don't know which round but i don't think they make the championship so do you think detroit or indiana puts them out i can't see it man that's still lebron james it is hard to fail yeah, it's hard to call yeah, man it's it still is yeah. lebron james you know so i don't you know they still get kevin love Kyrie irvin you know i definitely Shumpert. wouldn't bet on it but i wouldn't be surprised if it happened either yeah, yeah. and so, big Ten, big ken's done a good job of calling shit like this yeah in the man. Past, so. and you know he wasn't saying the brown nose, that's for sure. <laughs> Old spoon stirring up shit. But uh Um so yeah, man, I think it'd be tough. I don't really want to say, hey, Detroit's gonna beat them, but I can see where both these teams cause problems and mismatch problems for Cleveland. Yeah, I agree. And, and if Cleveland's not on their A game, uh they can certainly they're not they're not the Warriors where they can take time yeah, off. They're not invincible. No, nah, man, if they not were the, if they were in the Western Conference, uh I don't I don't know. We'll see, where would they be? If they was in the fourth or third, yeah, definitely they wouldn't be. They wouldn't be nowhere near number one in the West. Yeah, man. Nope. And uh, probably even worse, man. Because they, they played more Western. Would you, is there anyone else who has a chance of get sneaking in the playoffs in the East, or is it just that eight? No, it's set. Okay, cool, man. It's set. The Bulls. The so, Bulls eliminated. Yes. You that? Oh my God. Uh, so, at the beginning of the year, we talked a lot about the East being a lot better. Do you still feel as strongly about better it? Better than it was? I think it's, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely I, deeper. I think the fact that you have all that parity, like we talked about between three through six and the seven and eight, and those teams, you know, some people would take the seven and eight teams over the other guys. Yeah. What's Detroit and Indiana's record? Uh, they got 43 wins, I think. So over 500. Yes. Which is definitely a big upgrade over yes. the last few years. So the teams in the West come out in the East now and lose now. Yeah, yeah, right. They, they, they didn't do that last year. For most of the yeah. year, the yeah. Eastern well, Conference was beating the Western yeah. Conference. Definitely started. The East was tr- torching them to yeah, start the year. They yeah. were. And then the Eastern Conference started playing each other. Mm-hmm. And it started, beat each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the Western Conference team started getting healthier and all that stuff, whatever you want to say. Mumbo jumbo. And, um, but it is where it is right now. Some people would argue that Indiana Detroit has a better chance against Cleveland than Atlanta, Charlotte, Miami, or Boston. I would argue that. Yeah. yeah. And it's arguable. Yeah. Uh, 
but they're all on about that same page. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Where it's going to take Cleveland to play their A game to win. And you know I think mean? if nothing else, those teams are going to take a lot out of Cleveland. Either yeah. one of them. They're yeah. going to get beat up. It's not an easy road for Cleveland. Yeah, Indiana will rough them up. Detroit will run them out of gas. Right. And uh, Definitely I'm, no sweep. I'm excited to see it. Mm-hmm. And uh, it should be an interesting playoff because at what point we got to think because Toronto's been good for a handful of years and it always seems like they're in the mix. Uh, at what point are they going to take that step to, yeah, to contend? It's, it's about time because they they they're looking like you know Utah or something right now. You know they're just a good team that never ever wins anything. Well, a couple weeks ago Cleveland wasn't playing really well and they were a game back, or maybe mm-hmm. a half a game yep. back, and they could have took that home court advantage. And they didn't. Do and it. even if you don't play Cleveland, it's the fact that we took home court. Just that next yeah. step. You know I what mean, I mean? And they right. don't take it. They really have a shitty back front court, though. That's the problem, man. I think they starting – I don't even know who their four is. <laughs> yeah, what's that guy's name? We talked about him so bad. Um, who are you talking about, Toronto? Yeah, they played with um, – Because they got, they, they got Damari Carroll and Velanusius. Yeah, Velanusius. I like him a lot. I like him. And uh, Carroll's awesome. I don't know who the four is. Uh, I know it was Amir Johnson. I don't even know if he's a Raptor. I don't know. I don't know <laughs> but Demar and Lowry definitely the, one of the best backcourts yes. in the NBA. So. Yes, it's definitely. You got DeRozan, yeah. Lowry, yeah. and they have a good bench, man. Underrated bench. Yeah. The bench puts up a lot of good points. Like I was reading about them being one of the deeper teams and coming into the playoffs. So. But if Toronto was in a seven game series with any of these other teams, is there any team that you would say put your money on Toronto versus? Like, if Toronto were playing Boston, I got Toronto. Toronto. If I had to pick one or the other, I'd pick Toronto. So you take yeah. Toronto over the field? Over most of them, yeah. I, I think they're probably a clear-cut second-best team in the East. Yeah. Uh, it's I, it's I, top two and then everybody they, else. They proved it over the season. It's so. the same way in both conferences. Mm-hmm. There's right. one, two, there's everyone else. Yeah, they, they proved exactly, it. Exactly, yeah. But any one of those teams, three through, three through six, probably could beat them. I think three through eight. They probably could beat them. I think them. any yeah. of them can win. Yeah, like It's up them. for grabs, I yeah. feel like, in the East. I mean, there are two – upper echelon teams but i believe the other any of the other teams could win and and par- partly it is cleveland beating themselves all season mm-hmm. right you know wouldn't it be surprising if you get somebody like um charlotte and toronto in the finals in the east i wouldn't be surprised uh, man, at all that would be surprising it would yeah. it would be great for basketball it would I be think. good for basketball i read today where uh jackson's kind of throwing around the idea of hiring David Blatt, the guy that got fired from Cleveland, yeah, he he favors him. So, I I think David Black will be a do guy for um for for the Knicks because he kind of he kind of followed directions. You no, know, that's what he did in Cleveland, right? He was mm-hmm. kind of following LeBron directions. Not <laughs> too not too well, apparently. Yeah, right. <laughs> he lost his job. Yeah, but uh, you know, I don't like Cleveland. Okay, I don't like LeBron. You're a Detroit James. fan, so right. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Detroit basketball. That's right for life. And um, I've had to deal with this. Bullshit, piston stuff, man. We've never had to go this long without playoffs, man. Between the Bad Boy era and the Grand Hill era, we went two years. And then that was it, man. That's all we had to go through. <laughs> and then, you know, I got Grand Hill, Stackhouse, and yeah. then Billups and them, man. And now I get this. I'm glad to be back in, glad to dance. What uh, about what about drummers? Is he, the key to is y'all's the turnaround top? is Stan Van Gundy, though. Absolutely. Hands definitely, down. definitely. That gave him total control of that team. Is he and the that co- was smart. Is, is he the coach of the year? I don't think so. They saying a guy in Portland going to win Coach of the Year. I agree yeah. with that, too. Yeah. And there's no problem with that. Him, they play so well. I heard uh, Stein today on Vernon's show, and he ranked it, I think, uh, Stotts, the Portland coach, uh-huh. Jaeger number two, 
I can't remember who the third guy was. Dwayne Casey, maybe? Maybe from so. From Toronto? Maybe so, yeah. yeah. And that makes sense also. And then, you know, I like what Stevens has done in Boston. There's some good ones. Yeah, there's a lot of good uh, young yeah, coaches. Yeah. Stevenson de- definitely is up and coming good coach. Right. You know what I'm saying? Look him, Yeager. There's some good ones, yeah. Yeah, man. So I have no issue with Stotts, but uh, I would vote on Van Gundy. Maybe because I'm yeah. biased, you know, but I mean, it's remarkable. A team that hadn't been in playoffs in seven years, and you get them there. Right. And you're second. So, but you look at what Stotts did with that Portland team. That team was they supposed to not even they sniff the playoffs. They weren't expected to do anything. Exactly. The whole starting lineup left except yeah, for Lillard. They predicted yeah. lottery team. So, saying this, where does this put Lillard in the MVP conversation? Not. <laughs> not because not you got so contention. many other players that play that position is better than him. You know this is Curry's award, man. Yeah, it's Curry's award. Then you got to look at Westbrook after that and, you know, other Kawhi. Players. Kawhi. Yeah. Like, he's pretty good. I would take him on my team in a hot second, but I don't think he's in an MVP conversation. You don't think he deserves to be in the conversation? The conversation With, if you took him Lillard? off Portland, what do you think? Portland wins 20 games maybe? Do you think he gets any votes at all? Like even one? He'd get mine. I wouldn't give it to him. Get mine. I think. Uh, I mean, I, voting I, for Curry is. I mean, he's he's a good, really good point guard. I mean, I don't think he's. But you MVP. look at what Curry's did. Like you were saying earlier, they were mentioning yeah, him along with Will Chamberlain. Yeah, yeah, best season ever. Co- yeah. Kobe has one MVP. Travesty. It is. Kobe Fucking has travesty. One, I mean, travesty or not, it's because re- you don't want to give it to the same guy every season. No, the reason why he has one MVP because during his prime, he raped a bitch. I mean, <laughs> so, uh, well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He did, though. I mean, that's well, what Well, his happened. first five years, he, he was the second best player yeah, on his own team. Yeah. I agree with that, right. yeah. Uh, yeah. So that plays into it. But if you look at the totality of his work, man, you want to say he didn't deserve he did two MVP at him, least two, him and Shaq. maybe three. Him and Shaq. That's that's the, both of them are saying the same thing. That's the year. That's the year Steve Nash won too. Mm-hmm. You know, and they were saying that um, Kobe deserved the award, but he was going through his his trial at the time, so right. he couldn't get the award because they didn't want to get an award to a rapist. But how can you not give it to Curry? The team's about to break the all time wins record. Curry definitely he's breaking an all time three point record. All kinds of records left he, and right. You know, so he's ninety fifty forty ninety percent ninety percent from the free throw line. Um, fifty percent from three three point line and forty percent from two point range. Oh my goodness! Yeah, man. he's the, like it's only a handful of players who ever did that. Yeah, that's I, sick. I bet nobody's ever done that. I, I mean, don't think so yeah, either. I mean, I watched the game yesterday. They were saying it yesterday at the, at the game. I was like, wow. How is he forty percent from two? I was. I would have think it'd be fifty and forty, but I, I, mean, I, I may got to. I would have thought it'd be ninety fifty fifty. Yeah, maybe sixty fifty. He's in know? that category. He's in that category. Seriously, God, I, I'm not just making them. He's up. rare, man. He's doing things like we've never seen before. And he's man. probably like thirty percent from past half court or something. Man, <laughs> I mean, dude, it's, it's magic. Right. It's magic. It's magic. I haven't seen anybody do like have a season like this since Iverson, probably. You know, just a little dude. Taking over the game, but when you think about uh, the way he shoots the ball, never. There's never, never. been anyone like no, this. Never. It's insane. Never. All right, so I got to take a second to pay to my sponsors, right? Because I, I failed to do that to this point. So oh, you can yeah. come down to 35 South Florence Side Street Grill uh, Monday through Fridays, four to seven is going to be the happy hour. Uh, come get your martinis, your drink on, and everything. Tuesday night is pasta specials. Wednesday is steak night, and Sunday mornings are the best brunch in uh, Midtown. So come on down. 35 South Florence Side Street Grill and uh, have a good time. Uh, you can also, if you're a smoker, you can come down, sit in the red bar and have yourself a beer and enjoy yourself. They got flat screens all over the place and uh, it's a fun environment to be in. All right. So, uh, very good cooks there. Yeah, here. Man, that yeah. Great late night. Right. Yeah, man, but, well, great. well, they're only open at night. They open yeah. at four o'clock. On, so, 
Like I said, four to seven Monday through Friday, you got your happy hour. And they make <laughs> they make some strong drinks. So <laughs> uh, repetitiously, that's, that's what they say. So so it'll be a really happy hour. <laughs> so anyway, so we bring it back. Is there anyone in the Western Conference you think is playing well that you thought maybe a couple weeks ago that couldn't but can now compete with San Antonio Golden State or is it still just a two-horse race? I still uh, think it's two-horse. I think the whole NBA is based on that matchup. I think Oklahoma, maybe I, Oklahoma can beat the Spurs. They could hang with the Golden State Clippers. We it's all on Blake Griffin. Is is he gonna come back and be you know the Blake Griffin we remember? What about Dallas or Utah? No, no. Can they get more than two games versus San Antonio or Golden State? No, uh, sweet. sweet. I think the sweeps? only sweeps. team that can get more than two games, anybody past four, yeah. can't get two games. That's about sweeps. I'm not big on the Clippers myself. I'm not either, but the Clippers gave them trouble last year. So yeah, but they yeah. they wouldn't play the Spurs until the conference finals. Yeah, so they wouldn't even play each other. Uh, maybe um, Portland maybe able to take a game from um, Golden State simply because their style of play. Yeah, them two yeah. guards. Them two I can guards. see that. Yeah, McCullough Cause, and Lillard. Because like I said, I'm not high on the Clippers, man. Mm-hmm. I don't think they'll get out of the first round. Uh, Portland's dangerous to them, mm-hmm. and um, I, I can see your point. You know, I wouldn't be surprised. Portland but, just doesn't have enough depth yeah. to, to run, get make it to six games. I don't mm-hmm. think against Golden State, who's too deep, uh, very deep. Is now since you're on here, I think Stephen A. Smith brought it up last week or two weeks ago. Said Clay Thompson and Steph Curry are the best uh, shooting backcourt in NBA history ever. He so said, you, ever. so you agree. It's still, it's still more to that book to be read. You know, like, I can't give it to him yet, but they're no, damn— Let me rephrase myself. He didn't say they were the best shooting backcourt. He said they're the first and second best shooters ever. Yeah, he, that's, he said that's that, That's what yeah. he said. Oh, wow. He I, said Thompson's the second best shooter to only Curry. Give it a little bit more mm. time, man. I can't—because anything can happen. They can have a tip—like, Thompson could fall off next year and never, ever be the same. You just never know. That's not you know likely, though. It's not likely, but it's happened before, you know. And I think he's underrated defensively too. No one really talks about he's how well like he is. Six eight. You know, yeah, you know I'm saying he's a big guy to play scoring guard. He's a big scoring guard. Yeah, he, he he's is. a good player, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I wouldn't say he's the second best shooter of all time, though. I mean, I wouldn't either. So yeah. who who are we gonna say? We Ray got, Allen, we man. Got Ray Allen. Ray Allen's my pick. Bob, Reggie Miller. Bob Cousy back Glenn, in the day. Glenn Rice. Reggie Big Miller dog, was yeah. a great shooter, man. It's, Even like guys like Hornacek did, did nothing but shoot. It's a lot and of were people, automatic. I mean, you know? Kyle Korver had a pretty good season. Too, he had a, couple a nice seasons, run. Yeah, a couple yeah. Of seasons he's a good ago. player, but he's not in this conversation. You know? uh, so, but you know, I think like to me, Ray Allen because you know he could come off the dribble, create, mm-hmm. got such that quick release. And you were, and when you think of the greatest shooters, you're surprised when they miss. Kevin Durant, same conversation. Yeah, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. He gets forgotten in how great a shooter he is. Uh, so it's players when you think, man, I can't believe they missed. Yeah, you know we sort of I mean? we sort of right. living in the moment on that right now. I agree. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. You know, I mean, I don't think so. I I think Thompson's a bit overrated, though. I think he's a really good player. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's more playing with uh, Curry and Draymond Green and a really good yeah, team. Yeah, and you always open. I think he would shine on most teams. I think though. he's a really good player. Yeah, you know, second or One third of the best better, shooting guard. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, I think if it's you him and Harden, if, if you like. You know, came in there and you said, "Hey, I'm gonna stop Clay Thompson today." I think he'd be stopped because you know he get a lot of his shots on him. because of um, you know Curry. Curry's yeah. like and Green. Three. I yeah. think Green's a very valuable asset to that team. Man. Green won that game for he's him the, against the Grizzlies. He's the, other the night. glue guy. I mean, he just yep. he willed them back to the win. You know, they don't have. He's their big man. Yeah, you know what I mean. He's mm-hmm. they, which know. is why I think San Antonio gets them because uh, Golden State's deep in the backcourt. 
San Antonio is deep, but not as good with their depth in the backcourt. Mm-hmm. But the depth they have in the frontcourt, uh, Golden State doesn't have any. Uh, Zeely so, and Bogut. So did you see yeah. the game yesterday? Who's Golden State and uh, San Antonio? I saw some of it, and then when it got out All of hand, right, I quit so watching. You're right. San Antonio did dominate down low, but they just could not keep up with those guards. You know, Ginobili and Tony Parker just are too old to keep up with them young dudes. So the game before this, the matchup they had, San Antonio beat them by down low using this different uh, defense against Curry. Yes, and it was yeah. a great scheme. Did it not so, work this time, or did he I just not show it. his hand this At, time? I or? think that's what happened. I, I think see, he probably pulled it back. Yeah, he, up, yeah, he did. He you don't gain back. anything by he beating them back. right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you're not. It's not you're going to catch them. You know what I mean? So you may as well just keep your cards in your hand and. Play him later on. And he, he's smart like that, though. So next time they play, he's he going to throw a blitz at Curry, and Curry going not, not, to not know what to do then. <laughs> I, I make the rest of them beat me, man. You yeah, know? I would, too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got, that, that team is really sneaky because they got a lot of bench players to come out there and get five or ten points, you know what I'm saying, things mm-hmm. like that, which don't seem big, but, you know, they never going to score on droughts. I'm interested to see when that team breaks up how it unfolds, you know. Because they're, they're not going to be able to keep lose, all those they're guys. They're going to lose Harrison Barnes this summer. Yeah. Somebody, and that's a, that's a bigger piece than I think somebody's a lot of people are going to overpay Harrison Barnes because Harrison Barnes is not that good. You I don't think wait. so. I no. disagree. Yeah, we had this argument I don't, last I don't think <laughs> Let's I'm, don't do it again. Not, that good. I don't think he's done anything to earn a max contract, but man. I think his potential and his skill. He's going to get it. Yeah. He's going to get it because I hope it's Memphis, man. Because, yeah, a market like Memphis or one of these smaller Milwaukee, somebody. They got to pay those kind of guys. You got to take a risk when you're in those markets because you're not going to pull the upper echelon guys. You know what he need to learn how to do? He need to learn how to facilitate. If I I seen him throw an assist here – you know, saying get a hockey assist. You know, sometime. I but he he don't have to do that. He's basically a spot up shooter right now. All he do. Yeah, that's all he do. What's he supposed to do? Come in and dominate the game. You're not going to take the ball out of Curry's hands. I mean. Kevin Durant facilitates. I think, yeah, but I'm not he's saying he's the best Kevin player Durant. on his team. Yeah, you know, <laughs> he's not the best player on his team. <laughs> well, I, I think so. But we disagree but on that. Anyways, yeah. that's superstar. I'm just talking about this dude's a star, man. Uh-huh. I'm not trying to compare him to Kevin Durant or you know your boy is Chris he, Paul, the greatest point guard in the history of the world. <laughs> All right, okay. Is he better than Rudy Gay? Yes. You would take Harrison Barnes, Barnes over Rudy Gay. Yeah. I don't know if he's better yet. You but see what I'm saying? I would pay him before you I paid Rudy Gay. Because I know what Rudy Gay is. Yeah. Well, we don't know what Harrison Barnes well, can be. Exactly. But, I, yeah. but yeah. I'm saying I, the I, upside I, of Harrison Barnes. Yeah, the upside potential. Yeah. There we go. I think it's max contract work. Because if you miss out on him now, you're going to mm-hmm. miss out on probably the prime of his career. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think Wiggins is better than him. I would take Wiggins over. But Harrison Wiggins Barnes. ain't up for grabs. Not right now. We, he won't be. That's Wiggins just, is going to get maxed out by his team. That's just what I think about Harrison Barnes. I, I don't think he's that good. But to say Wiggins, who's consensus number one pick, supposed yeah. to be the next LeBron when he was coming out, yeah. I'm not going to put him on that level or anything, but he's on a different playing field Wiggins than Barnes is. Wiggins going to be pretty good, man. He developed oh, yeah, a he's, jumper. It's gonna be, he gonna be he awesome. is. He's going to have to get out of Minnesota, though. Mm-hmm. He's a freak of nature. Because we've been waiting for years for them to come around, and they haven't been anything since Garnett. I think they got it coming along, man. man town seems that way. But I, re- I really think they're on the verge yeah, right here, man. Town's a really good big man. I didn't realize he was that good. Yeah, yeah he played really. He's had a great season. He's all around. Right, he does it all. He's, is he rookie of the year? 
Oh, no Definitely. doubt. No Definitely. doubt. Hands no down. competition. Uh, Przingis was, but Przingis fell off. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Early, like probably midway through the season, yeah. Przingis would have had the award, but Towns has ca- called him now. Is yeah. Przingis a guy that you build a team around? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Peace. No. He's the guy. He's the guy. Uh, let me ask you this. Will Phil Jackson be around long enough for him to fulfill being the guy? Nope. No. Phil I, wants to leave now. Yeah, I think he did it for the money, and I think he just ready to go back to, go home to the Lakers. Yeah, I home. agree. He's ready to go back home. Go back with his wife. Mm-hmm. Why did he even come here? Like, for like what made this know, a great man. sign on both parts? Because it's New York City. That's why. Do you, Ego, maybe? Do you, I was gonna say, do you think that he thought he could turn this around, or he's, or he's just trying to get the check, man? I think he thought he could turn it around. I don't think he's motivated by money as much as other people are. He's one of those hippie type guys, you know. You but know, I think if he would have turned it around, that'd have been like huge. I don't think he could without coaching, will without New, being on the court. Will New York ever turn it around? Ever? Eventually, yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean, like in, in the not so distant future. Well, you know I, mean? I think they're say the next five years. They have ownership issues. You know, it seems like their owner because they've had some really, really good minds in there. Running the program, the guy who came out of Indiana, I can't think of his name right now, but very successful for Indiana. The guy, the GM that was running Indiana for the longest time, he was there. I mean, they've really thrown some money out there at some big name guys. And you know, oh yeah, Walsh, right? Maybe I can't think of his name. If Donnie New Walsh. York, if New York yeah. win the lottery next year, they'd be good. They get Bill. They get Ben Simmons. They'd be in the playoff next year. Yeah. You know I don't know if that's enough, man. I think that's enough for them. They need they need star players. They Even if they players. got Ben Simmons, it's going to take some years for those guys to couple. Yeah, you got to move Carmelo. Yeah, it's got to happen. They would definitely move Carmelo if they got Ben Simmons because they they'd be on this whole young well, thing. I think I think they move Carmelo this year anyway. You think so? Yeah, I man. do too. Yeah, yeah. His, his time's up, man. He's not going to play your triangle offense because they were talking about uh, Phil Jackson. Who were they talking about him signing? As their man, damn it! I was listening to it on the way to work. I mean, so where here. does Carmelo go? You leave big market New York. Where's nowhere. LeBron at next year? Right, that's Cleveland. where he goes. And Cleveland's got some pieces they can ship back I, I to bet, New York. I bet Carmelo will. I bet Carmelo will. They're gonna get J.R. Smith and he and Shepard back. I bet he go to the Lakers first before he goes to play with LeBron. Who knows, man? I it's all speculation now. What is the? I guess the Lakers could send them a bunch of young guys. You no, know? no way the Lakers go get Carmelo. You just dealt with Kobe Bryant, who's apparently. <laughs> you know what I mean? You, you're not going to go get Carmelo <laughs> Anthony, man. I agree. Uh, I know you're wishful thinking. If it's not man, New York, it's got to be it's LA. Be, yep. There's no one be. in between. I love uh, Carmelo though. I'd really like to see him play in a, on a good team. Me too, man. Yeah, you know what I mean. Carmelo's like one yeah, of my favorite guys. Trade him to Memphis, man. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Yeah, man. We'll take him to Memphis. That dude would not come to Memphis. Uh, you know what? Man. I think we could if we were willing to give up Gasol, and because I think Jackson's got a boner for Gasol, anyways. You know, and they were really high on his list of people trying to sign him last year. You could probably make it happen. But it's not going to happen. Yeah. All right. I got to take 30 seconds, and we'll be right back. Help us keep the lights on. Go to theoamnetwork.com slash donate today. Your contributions will support us in our venture to create free content, free of charge, and free of restrictions. Donate $25 or more and get a free shirt from Ohm. Remember, your support matters. Head over to theoamnetwork.com slash donate. In pod, we trust. You look like the responsible juggalo paying off their student debt. You look like you wish Coldplay had gotten more screen time on the Super Bowl. 
hear more of you look like a comedy show podcast at the oamnetwork.com slash look like all right and welcome back from that 30 seconds and uh so we'll get back at it i'm gonna, I'm gonna jump off topic from the nba for a second uh Will Smith, former defensive end for the New Orleans Saints. I don't know if you guys have heard this story. I'm sure oh, you have. definitely, yeah. yeah uh, apparently was story. shot from a road rage, uh, in a little bump incident. Someone shot him. I heard there might be more to the story, but that's the apparent now, yeah. reason. Now, uh, Teron Matthew, uh, former LSU Honey tiger, Badger, yeah. yeah, knows the guy. Yeah, okay, but knows the guy who shot him. Yes, okay, knows the guy who shot him. And this was this was his statement on Twitter. Let me see if I can read my handwriting. All right, his name is Cardell Hayes Jr. He's 28 years old. Okay. I know that dude, hating ass coward. Never knew he'd grow up to be a killer. May you get what you deserve. And then he continued, because on Twitter, you only get so many characters to. Mm-hmm. Right. So, but he went on and on about uh, gun control and uh, pulling budget from schools. And this is what happens. Kids mm-hmm. go down this route. You know, he's from that area. Yeah. Right. Uh, Sean Payton has come out to speak. Uh, Kind of echoing his sentiments on the school and funds and everything like that. I read that, that yeah. Um, but it's unfortunate because Will Smith was a really good player. But yeah. that has nothing to do with the sadness of the situation. Man. Yeah, man. It, even if he was a, yeah, a grocery backer. A backup punter. Yeah, it, yeah. Doesn't, it doesn't matter what yeah. it is. It's, it's a sad, sad situation. that someone di- we, dies that way. We had a situation here in Memphis what, a month and a half ago where they – Bumped up uh, right under the intersection, 240 Sam Cooper. And two guys shot the other guy. Got out, shot him, man. Um, It's crazy, man. It's stupid, man. I just had a car accident last weekend, man. I tell you what, your emotions are so sky high after you have an accident. This chick put on the front of me, and I just wanted to pull her hair out, man. I, yeah, man. See, I don't feel that way. It's just like I'm just, you know. But like, I've, ne- I've, never fe- I've never felt like, I'm, yeah. man, I'm going to shoot this motherfucker, But, man. but right. you are mad. You are angry with the other person because it's like, you, you hit yeah. me. You know but what I'm saying? But I'm an adult. Angry. I'm not a you child anymore. And, I mean, yeah, even you know? if they cut you off, not mm-hmm. as serious as even hitting, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You are if, they, if they cut you off. You know, there's been cases of people following people and oh, yeah. tracking them down and whatever. You know, and you know what frustrates me most is when someone, because stuff happens sometimes I don't see somebody in my side view mirror you right. know, things happen it's whatever a, it's called an accident but, but it really bothers me when like uh, to no level when someone does that but they're on their phone Oh yeah. Right. oh yeah right. Drives or, me insane Or if you got your kids In the car Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've yeah. never had that happen You would go eight yeah. Eight then You know what I mean So yeah. And that's the time You really have to be yeah. More collected You know uh-huh. what I mean Because you have to lead By example Exactly I, Today I was driving around With Zaya And uh, Somebody Somebody did something and I was like, get, get off your fucking phone. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Oh, and was dead yeah. serious. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? were dead serious about it, too. Yeah, I was. Right. Yeah. But at no point did I think about, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go get the pistol and get that motherfucker, man. It wasn't uh, 10 days ago. Someone came over on me that was on their phone. Like, yeah. wasn't even looking, yeah. man. Just came right over. And it's I frustrating. And, you know, I love the laws because they got the phone set up now to where you don't have to hold your phone to talk. Yeah. Get you, know you a I mean? hands-free thing, man. With yeah. all the technology, you can plug it into your fucking AV port yeah. and, you know, like. You don't need your phone to be distracted you and you know i keep hearing these commercials about everybody's getting pulled over for texting and talking on your phone i don't see it right you know what i mean i don't see it at all i mean it's going to happen to me on the way home i don't text in my car unless i'm at a red light of course yeah i I rarely do myself (laughs) yeah then the the light turns green and you still text (laughs) yeah you're like the only time time i don't wait to talk is when the chick's hot and i gotta get back to it as soon as possible (laughs) but i don't text in no moving vehicle i try my best not to me too man it's just it's just bad man it's not smart especially if you if it makes you that mad then you certainly can't do it in return but it's unfortunate uh that someone lost someone their has life, lost, lose their life yeah. over something silly like. Well, this, maybe man. something this high profile will help 
effect change in some kind of way. You know what It'll, I mean? Maybe there will be a gonna, greater good that comes come out of this. It's going to come back to the gun laws, man. Yeah. yeah. Um, Stephen A. Smith made a great point. I, you know, I think it was the other this guy. This first one of his yeah. whole life. <laughs> yeah, but seriously, like, he was like, people are riding around with guns in their cars all the time. Like, right. Every other car has a gun in it now. It's to and, the point where you're like, man, should I have one? You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't want to sh- lose. You should you know? have one because it's not, it's not the guys you think got guns. It's just the average person. Right. It's a chick. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like Someone's just scared. You man. just and never exactly. know. And that'll be the motherfucker who shoots you, so, the yeah. person who's scared. You, know, you, you may know? be 6'4", 250. You know what I'm saying? you like, I'm going to beat his ass. And he just shoots you. Right. So you got to be careful nowadays. Uh, off dude, police officer shot some dude yesterday. He was, I saw that. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're so, exchanging children or something. Everybody yeah. has guns now. Yeah. Did you see the video where the cops shot the deer? Mm-mm. No, I didn't, I didn't see that. See that. Yeah. So cops pulling out of a gas station. <laughs> <laughs> and the deer wouldn't move. He's got his lights on like he pulled the deer over. I don't know. <laughs> the deer wouldn't move. So he gets up. He walks up on it. Pulls his pistol out. He's like, get on now. Get on now. <laughs> <laughs> he just shoots the deer in the head. Dude, need to be fired, like man. That's it, not funny, but it's, it's funny. Ridiculous, man. It's really yeah. funny. I mean, it, it, it's sad, but it's not like a person getting yeah, shot to deer. It, yeah. People shoot deer all the time. But so. I, I bet it wasn't in the hunting zone. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> See, it was on the highway, man. God dang, man. You know what I mean? And then he just pulled off and left it there. Like, somebody else is going to come deal with it, man. Cars yeah. It was in the way. He shot it. It fell on the ground. Then he drove, drove around, around it. it. <laughs> God, man. Oh, man. But anyways. Um, wow. The police not, need to do a... Uh, they need to do a lot of PR work, man. And they got... Yeah. they Because they're being exposed right now. They got now. tough jobs, man. It's because everybody has cameras. Exactly. It's a tough job. I think all of them... I've seen this where now they have cameras on you, your person. And it, I think all of them should have those on at all times. I agree. Dude. If you're getting paid, you should wear it. Yeah. You I know? agree. And, you know, it's to, it's to protect them as well. Yeah. Yep. You know what yeah. I mean? From false claims, which do happen, you know. And being a police officer is a, is a, a very hard job. I man. wouldn't do it. And they don't pay them enough. No, they yeah. don't, man. Nope. You know what I mean? And they, they cap out. Mm-hmm. They do. They man. cap out. They're taking their retirement. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I mean, it's a sad situation. And that's why, like, knock on wood, of course, uh, Memphis police don't pull a lot of people over as much as they used to you got to really right. be doing something crazy or they got to be pissed off about their wives or something yeah my house got burglarized like a month or so ago and uh the guy came in and just dusted a little bit and he's like you know yeah 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 yeah. and he was like good luck with this you know we're so over overworked it's probably not likely we're going to be able to they did apprehend the guy who stole my stuff but the guy just got caught doing something else and confessed but I mean, they're just way understaffed, you know. Yeah. And you got them in a dangerous situation at all times, you it know. It is, man. And that's why everybody got guns. Yeah, that's I got why. one at home. I yeah. wasn't there when dude broke in, yeah, but that's yeah. why everybody got guns. The police officers not doing anything for you anymore. You know what I'm saying? They want to come through because every time they do, they get in trouble somehow. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Oh, you're only arresting him because he's black or because he, mm-hmm. you know, dressed this certain way or whatever the situation may be. Especially if you're a white cop, if you're a black cop, there's certain standards they get thrown at you either way you do. You yeah. know? And that's why I believe the camera will remedy a lot of that. It will. If you have a camera on you at all times. And they already have them in certain areas. Mm-hmm. If you have it on at all times, there's nothing to be, you know, argued. Absolutely concur. I think that'd be great. That would protect them. Let's bring it back to sports. R.I.P. Uh, Will Smith. Absolutely, man. Yeah, man. Sad, sad situation, yeah, man. Super man. sad. Three uh, kids. Beautiful wife. Man. Is his wife okay, though? She got shot also, She right? got yeah. shot also, but she's yeah. alive. That's all I know. Yeah. Uh, very, very sad situation, man. Please just take a fucking breath, okay, before you... I've had to take plenty of my life 
driving, not driving, playing basketball at mm-hmm. the gym, playing a video game, it whatever, man. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? There's been times where you just feel that rage, where you just get so mad for whatever reason, man. Uh, life is hard, stress, and it just takes one thing to push that button and you're gone. Right? Oh, yeah. So I, I've had plenty of them, man. You know, holes in walls, broken hands and everything from losing my temper. Uh, I can just say, man, just take a breath. And think about if you hurt this person, if you shoot this person, man, the consequences are not worth. What yeah, it is. always run the con- consequences through your head. If it, then, if it's worth it, do what you got to do, man. Do what you got to do, man. But we're yeah. gonna bring it back to sports, man. Johnny Manziel uh, was hiding the fact that he was roommates with Josh Gordon, who failed another drug test last mm-hmm. week. Really? Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, Pissed wow. dirty again. But Johnny man. Manziel was wow. saying that he was with his former teammate, uh, former. Uh, A&M teammate Von Miller that he was staying with him but right. it got leaked out that he wasn't and he was just like well I was just trying to cover for Gordon Did so you he see the, with me. The, the video of uh, Manziel saying all this stuff no completely hammered drunk oh, man. Really? so yeah. right now Manziel doesn't have a team no yeah. but Denver was talking to him about somebody's gonna pick him up but man even in the video though he's like not I've been, have a team I've been coming out he's talking about partying he's like I've been coming out of this place uh, six days out of six days or something like that yeah. and Something, Sad something. situation. Yeah, man. His own dad said he'll be dead before he's twenty four. Right. I know, and who knows better than that? You know. Wow. He's yeah. well on his way. He's he's a unfortunate man. Like I never thought he was like a great talent or anything. I did. Uh, I really thought he had something special to him, man. I but, think you know, he's. I think he's okay. Just short. Yeah. He's just I mean, short. I just a lot of his throws in college, like in the NFL, were going the other way. You know what I mean? Just running back, throwing it up. But, you know. The, we had a great team around him. Mike Evans, all these guys. You know, he's yeah. a stacked-ass team. Who turned out to be a great player. Perk, yeah. And I didn't see that coming either. But he rooms up with Josh Gordon. I mean, that's a bad decision in itself. You're talking about if you're trying to distance yourself from this. uh my room, room, roommate with the pothead. The roommate with yeah. the pothead. You should man. be rooming with your grandma or some shit, man. Yeah, trying to get your life your, right. your reputation. He's costing himself millions of dollars. It's not even about that, man. You're wasting your uh, talent. You know, that you could really be putting it towards something, yep. you know. That's right. And that's that's a horrible thing. It ain't even about the money, you know. But the money helps. You know what I mean? The money helps. And the money is a, a byproduct of everything else. But you're, let, but you're letting yourself down because of a habit. Absolutely. You know? A, a silly habit. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's not just weed. It's not just drinking. You know what I mean? There's videos of him doing blow. There's all types of things going on right. that he does. He's just reckless, man. Mm-hmm. And no NFL franchise is going to take it. It's maybe, over with. I, I, won't, I won't Dallas, too. But no NFL franchise <laughs> is going to take a shot on somebody like that, man. I but, think somebody's going to take a shot at him because he's kind of talented. Not he's this kinda, year. He's going to have to prove himself. You think he sits out a year? Absolutely. He I, won't wow. be he'll, on a team this year. He'll go. Go to the CFL or something. If that happened, then his career is over with. I don't nah, think man, he's too young to say that. But, I mean, it's going to be hard to sit out a whole yeah, year of not like, playing and, and it, still be sharp enough to play it, at that level. you're not hurt. It's nothing wrong with you. But right. he's still under 25 years old. He's young. And I think the guy's super talented, man. I think he's got it. Whatever it is, he's very it seems athletic. like it's he's, there. He's got a special factor. I, I, would, yeah. I would take him as my backup quarterback. I, I would wouldn't take, do it. If, if I had, a, ahead, if, I had if I had a Ben Rossenberger, if he didn't have the off the like field that, problems, I would, take I would do it. Yeah, he's worth the risk. Off the field problems are what the issues. Exactly. Lie. Yeah. I bet he. And look of, at his friend Gordon. Same thing, man. Yeah. Super talented on the field, man. Was number one in the NFL in receiving one year, and now he can't get on three years in a row. Not going to be playing in a uh, uh, football. He's blowing it. Yeah. He's really blowing. Smoking he's fucking weed, it. man. Yeah, that's some good ass weed he's smoking though. Man. All right. yeah. It won't be too long before the NFL fucking squashes that. Anyways. Yeah, as we talked like about. Like your, your dad brought it up. Yeah, yeah. and, uh, you know, uh, 
the more it gets legalized in more states, the NFL will go away from it. Right. You know what I mean? And which will be good. It's stupid. You know what I mean? Like, look, look, man, if you want to be like, during the season, I don't want you smoking weed. That's fine. I don't or like, to- don't come to the game high, or don't come to the practice high, <laughs> yeah. or don't be smoking in the facility. Which you know, still, all stuff. If, yeah. I, if I'm paying you millions of dollars, when we're in season, don't, don't smoke. smoke. Yeah. But if you're smoking in February, March, you know what I mean, in all season, man, I ain't got nothing to do with that, man. Yeah. When you show, as soon as you show back up to the facilities and clock in, mm-hmm. that's when it's, stu- it's done stopped. You know right. what I mean? You got it out your system. Uh, but, you know, it is what it is, man. I'm going to jump topics again. Uh, I raised this question. Uh, better legacy in sports Kobe Bryant Peyton Manning okay now a better player Kobe Bryant is uh, mentioned among the top 10 greatest players of all time mm-hmm. Peyton Manning's mentioned around top 5 best quarterback of all time yeah uh, so that's and it, it it's, it's tougher if you go by best player in football stuff and like that let me say right. this two championships in the NFL is equal to five in NBA championships if you ask me I think it's equal I disagree. Because it's so hard to win a Super Bowl. It's really it hard. It is really hard, so yeah. So, two is equal to five NBA So, who who had the better legacy for their sport? CJ? I say Kobe. Hands down, Kobe. Darnell? Peyton Manning had five MVPs. That's big. It is big, That's yeah. huge. So, his legacy? His legacy is, is going to be far-reaching. It's going to be really, really like you're going to talk about Peyton Manning for the rest of your NFL life. Because here's what Kobe I, too, though. Here's what you I think are? about. Yeah. Here's what I think about Peyton. I think Kobe was a better player for his sport. Off the field, why Pey- Peyton Manning's going to be not, beloved? Not, not even off yeah. the field. Just in their career, I think Peyton Manning's legacy to the sport. You think about the gyrations behind the line, oh, yeah. the no huddle, the level he took that to, yeah. and everything like that. Uh, He's going to go down to history like Mike Montana. Because you know. here, here's what hurts Kobe Bryant. Um, he's an emulation of Michael Jordan. All his moves, all his style of play, yeah. uh, how great a player he was. He was just a reincarnated Jordan. Right. Right? Uh, Peyton Manning was kind of different than anything we had seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, he didn't have the strongest arm. Uh, but his mind on the field, uh, I think the legacy he left on football uh, what he brought to the game will be used move, going forward for yep. his sport than what Kobe did and he's for his sport. And he's the best quarterback to ever play. He's leading all the stats and he touchdowns. Yeah. He ushered in a different kind yeah, of style of football. Even with yeah. Brady playing. And he came up in the right era for mm-hmm. that. Right. Uh, you know, I think in any era, Peyton Manning would have been a great player. I don't think it matters. Uh, and Kobe's probably pro- – Kobe Bryant is the best player I ever saw from beginning to end of their career. I agree. You know what I mean? Yeah, him or Shaq. I think yeah. Shaq's my guy. Yeah, yeah. Shaq's in there. Yeah. And Tim Duncan's in the conversation and, as well. Yeah, definitely. And that's what hurts Kobe. The other players that's yeah. did, did just as good as him. Well, but Peyton Manning's not yeah. the best. No. But, you know, it's Peyton's only, not the best of his his, he's his not, error. He's not the best, but you, he's not better it's only, than Brady. It's only, it's only one more guy. You, you could say, oh, what about Brady? Yeah. But with Kobe, you could say, hey, what about Tim Duncan? What about Shaq? Right. What about LeBron? What about, you know, you could say it's all these different players. Mm-hmm. So that hurts him right there. Because you, the you brought club. up the fact you said. Not We're just fact. talking about quarterbacks in football, though. We're yeah. not, we haven't brought up anyone else. I mean, I don't know yeah. who else I'd put over him, but, you know. I mean. Well, in, in football, it's hard to compare better players. Like, right. excuse me, best defensive player I ever saw, Ray Lewis, right? Mm-hmm. Or if you had Deion Sanders, right, who right. many consider to be the best corner of all time. Right. Uh, it's hard to compare that to a guy that – 
has the ball every play. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like even in basketball, like even though you bring up Shaq being your number two, yeah. Uh, Shaq's my number two all time. All time, right? Yeah. yeah you made that known. Mm-hmm. And but <clears throat> but generally speaking, like when you talk about best players, it's guys that have the ball all the time. Right. It's point guards, shooting guard. You know, Magic, Jordan, Kobe, mm-hmm. guys like that that have the ball all the time. And and it's sort of like you distant the big men from the conversation. Well, Shaq had the ball all the time. The ball was running through him constantly. Yeah, he, I mean, he was, yeah. he was the focal point. I'm not arguing yeah. against your point. Yeah. I'm just saying, uh, like, quarterbacks have the ball all the time. Guards have the ball all the time. Mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. going to get their own shots. Mm-hmm. Uh, the big men have to be set up. I think uh, this is a great question, though. These guys are very comparable. And they're going out the at the same time. Exactly. They are very comparable. Yeah, right. Which career would you rather have? <sighs> I, you know, both of them made a shitload of money. Because uh, let me <laughs> let me break this down. Both of them did make a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, Kobe's got five rings. Mm-hmm. Peyton has two. One of Peyton's, he was the guy. The other one, he was just a game manager. Kobe. I think yeah. The thing we're not mentioning is yeah. Kobe's more of a winner than Peyton is. Peyton won going on the way out. Before that, he had a real stain on his legacy, man. Before this last year, yeah, he, he winning this last year. Stigma of a not, big stain on his of not of losing the, in the playoffs. Yes, he did have And Kobe that. doesn't have that. But that one win, just like Elway, that last retirement win kind of cleared all that up. You know, it kind of made – Even though he wasn't a central part of that, you know, he just came in. He didn't even play that great in the he game he did he, play. He barely played good. Yeah. yeah but, but so, I mean – <clears throat> Excuse me. So, but Kobe Bryant's got five championships, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. one MVP. So, uh, but three of those, he was the second best player on yeah. his team. He was sidekick. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it weren't for Tom Brady, hold on. And in the last one, he really wasn't that good in the last one. I remember watching that. Like Paul Gasol and the other big guy in the middle paid a really big bottom, bottom, bottom. Yeah, they yeah. really, really won that championship because they was like dominating. It put them over the top. Yeah, right. You know, Kobe hit you a take, couple. You he get a couple Kobe shots. off that team. Yeah, they're not. They're shit. not yeah. competing yeah. for the championship. They're eight seed or some but shit. But I yeah. do remember Kobe not having a really great series that last series against the Lando Magic. Was it? I don't remember the it last was, one. They it was, won. I think it was the uh, Magic's. Yeah, yeah. They, they he, he won. He skipped my Lou. Yeah, he won. Yeah. He won one against Boston. You know, once mm-hmm. Boston, they you know yeah. Boston beat one Kendrick Perkins got hurt. They were back and forth. Yeah. Yep. And then the next one was get Orlando. He didn't play that good. I remember that. Well, uh, I if I could pick which career I'd want, I'd probably take Peyton Manning's career Man, over I'm, Kobe Bryant. I'm going to have to agree with you, simply because this Peyton Manning legacy is going to last way longer. It's going to last way longer. I agree with all that. Like I think he'll be uh, revered. In a higher light, more iconic. Mm-hmm. But a lot sport. of that has to do with what what sport he plays in. Mm-hmm. I believe if Kobe played football, and you know all his same, you know, oh yeah, he would be revered more. He would be Tom Brady. Yeah, you know exactly. <laughs> yeah, and which but is, I, I'd rather be the winner, man. I'd take Kobe's. Well, it's career. not like Peyton was a loser. No, but he wasn't. You know what I mean? He well, wasn't. He played in four Super Bowls, but he didn't have he a handful of Bowl, championship yeah. rings he like Kobe. But he's got yeah. a handful of MVPs. He's got two man, rings. He, I'll take the championships. Man, I got five yeah. MVPs. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. That's crazy, man. It is best, amazing. And you, and, and you own every stat. Years. Yeah, you, you own, own every stat. I say Kobe was a better player. Can I play all this back when you're talking bad about Peyton Manning and stuff? Like, <laughs> I'm going to record this show. Retired. Still, I don't have to talk bad still, about he it. He still respects him, though. He still respects and, him. And, you, know, oh, I, you don't know Q like I know Q. <laughs> We've had a million Peyton Manning arguments, man, and okay. he he always drills them, man. So well, he respects him, I call right? it like yeah. I see it, him, right? yeah. I call it like I see it. Yes, I respect him, yeah. man. But he's he's a known cho- I, I, choke artist before I, now. I would still take Steve Young over Peyton Manning. Hell no, dude. Manning's better than that, dude. I'll take Steve Young, man. Manning's top five. He he's like fifth, I think. Fifth. Yeah. At best. Yeah. 
Uh, and Kobe Bryant's top ten NBA player of all time. He's voted on uh, as the greatest Laker of all time. Which some people, I, I met a guy the other night, a uh, really met- cool guy, and we sat down. And we were talking. He was a Laker fan, and he, you know, he thinks Magic Johnson is the greatest player ever. Yeah, you know what I mean. I said it's very Laker fan of you. You know what I mean. Magic's my favorite player, but yeah. I wouldn't say he's the greatest. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can make an argument for it. He's on that Mount Rushmore. He absolutely yeah. is. Yeah, uh, he's would right. he would he be on that Mount Rushmore if he went by his real name? Irving, yeah. Irving. <laughs> Irving Johnson. Of course he would, man. Nah, the guy man. had a legacy. Yeah. Speaking of legacies, this guy's done it all. You know what yeah. I mean? Winning on every level, all coming cha- in as a rookie, all winning all the championships, yeah, all man. the MVPs, everything you could have as an NBA player. All, right, all so, the stats. So I tried to set this up so we could set up a debate argument. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, but you know, Darnell wouldn't text me back all day, so I couldn't really set it up. And uh, well, he texted me back this morning, but he wouldn't text me back when I was trying to set up the debate. I text him twice. I get an automatic response. I'm like, cool. I look back. I'm texting. I'm driving right now. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm in a rental and stuff, and my phone was Bluetooth. And it yeah, it's automatic yeah, response. It's automatic yeah, response. yeah, I know. Response. Yeah, I know. But I, I texted you an hour after that, and you still didn't text me back. So I didn't get to do the debate thing. Uh, but I'm gonna try to set that up moving forward. Um, I'm gonna take another second, sit this out, 35 South Florence, come down to Side Street Grill, uh, Monday through Friday, four to sevens, happy hour, a happy three hours. Uh, got a couple hot chicks working there. Uh, oh, yeah. Got a great grill cook in the back. Very hot uh, grill cook, man. Yeah, man. Sexy. He works out <laughs> and uh, he wrestles and everything. But uh, 35 South Florence, it's on the other side of the big parking garage in Overton Square. Uh, there's a cigar shop on the other side Red Bar come in uh, Tuesday night pasta specials Wednesday night steak specials Sunday the best brunch in Midtown come on down check it out 35 South Florence Side Street Grill uh, they pay the bill so I definitely got to mention them we had a call earlier I started the show off Memphis Tiger ba- Memphis State Tiger Basketball uh, Walt called in Actually, I called him on the great side. call though. Hey, absolutely, he's all he's been a great interview both times he's, he's sound, been on here. Sound really good, man. Uh, and um, like I, I feel like I could just sit there and listen to him talk. But he called in on the side street hotline. Um, so moving forward, we're gonna start doing some kind of competition where I'm gonna give out certificates to come down to side street and uh, eat, man. And um, you know, and we'll see how that goes. So. I did this, and we're not going to go into this because I'm sure – I don't know if you did your research on this argument we had last time he was here mm-hmm. uh, about one-and-done players in the NBA. Mm-hmm. I got some information I can right. throw out there. Right. One-and-done so, players in college. Now – One-and-done players in college, right? From college, yeah, to okay. the NBA, right. freshman. Um, uh, my re- The little research I little did goes back to 2001. Uh but I really but the rule that wasn't instated until oh six. Right? Yes, yeah. so I don't want to really go before that, right? Because I tried to exclude everything prior to oh yeah, six. I, I I did that after two, but the only thing I could really find to give me a lot of research was oh one to two thousand eleven, and even oh six is not a good barometer because the guys who would have been going into the first year of that year were in the NBA draft. Yeah, does that make sense? Uh-huh. Yeah. So you know, and this is this is my argument. Uh, because this is, this is what I think should be proposed, where uh, you can go straight to the NBA from high school, mm-hmm. or if you go to college, you have to play at least two seasons. Uh, that's the only thing that I'm, I'm saying here. And now, the guys that were successful, uh, the main the majority of the guys, there was a couple guys that were just good. Mm-hmm. Not bad, not you know great, just you know had an NBA career. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
But, excuse me. Which but, is good, right? Yeah, I mean, no, that's cool. if you're coming out of they're, high school, that's amazing. No, it is. Whatever. I don't consider that a failure you're not gonna you're a do, superstar. You're not going to do anything better than that working at a bank yeah, or whatever. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So, but a lot of the guys that we talked about, uh, John Walls, Anthony Davises, Derek Rose, the <laughs> Excuse me. Them guys were NBA ready coming out of high school. Yeah. So the argument doesn't. I think they're they are uh, an exemption to the rule, not the rule. Yeah. Freaks you know of nature. I mean? uh, so I got a whole list of guys here. Uh, thirty guys that were one and done over the last ten years or so. Start mm-hmm. shooting them at us. Shoot them at us. All right. Uh, Sean Williams, Memphis. He was one of the guys that stayed in the NBA. Because he was a six nine guy that could shoot, yeah. decent NBA career. Yeah, so I don't consider yeah. him a failure. What yeah. five year career? He and made, he was what he, like he a made a couple million dollars, twenty ish pick or yeah. something like that. Yeah, a couple yeah. million dollars. Yeah, so I mean, but he stayed around. So yeah. mm-hmm. uh, I don't consider him a failure. Uh, Dewan Wagner, a long time ago, he got hurt. He's the one that set the thing from the Tigers getting the big recruits with Calipari. Uh-huh. Yeah. He got hurt, so I'm not. I'm not even going to count him either. Okay. Uh, Brandon Wright had a good has had a good career. He stayed. Mm-hmm. He hasn't done anything great. I think he didn't live up to his pick. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think if he would have stayed in college, he probably would have been a better product. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I think he, it's the NBA's he, he's more responsibility smart. to make him a better player or not. It's not that <clears throat> NBA shouldn't be counting on college to produce their no, you know their the their thing players. about guys like that, he's all athletics. He's all run and jump. You yeah. know? So you got to have skill, man. You know, so you got to be, you know, Zach Randolph-ish. You know what uh, I mean? I don't know if he would have stayed in college. He would have been a much better yeah. player than he, he is. He just would have jumped higher than everybody else. That's yeah. all. Same thing he so, do now. Do you guys remember Rodney White from Charlotte? You should. I do, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. was awesome. He was yeah. one and done. We never heard from Again, him. Again, one of those guys who was really big in high school, was bigger than everybody else and dominated because he was bigger than everybody else. And a lot else. of these guys, I say from the last two or three years, it really is not fair, but like Austin Rivers, he hasn't done anything. Yeah, he's you know kind of I mean? coming into it now. He's showing some flashes this year. I just know this because of fantasy basketball. <laughs> but yeah. uh, like, uh, what about nothing Tony, great? What about though. Tony Roten? He's done nothing. He got shit to Philly. I haven't heard from him. Uh, Maurice Harkless. Well, he had but a, these uh, guys are still playing in the NBA. Harkless, yeah. they're not failures. You Harless, know what I mean? Harkless, yeah. okay. He's okay. He's okay. He's a solid. What NBA about player. Josh Shelby? He's a failure. He's a failure. Uh, He's a, and he only got picked in the second round. What about Dante yeah. Green from Syracuse? Failure also. Yeah. Do y'all yeah. even remember him? I don't I don't. Sixteen guy. He Who played for the. That? He played for the Grizzlies for a while. What about Omar Cook? Uh, from St. John's. Nothing. Yeah. Another one of them guys who just. Uh, you know. Let's see. I can't read my writing on that guy. Uh, Grant Jarrett from Arizona. Remember him? No, oh, I nope. don't. <laughs> Steve so, Adams. He stayed. He's in Oklahoma. Steven Adams. He's still young. Good career though. Yeah. Like I mean, he's so playing. Come on, he came yeah. straight from high school. No, no. One year. One and done. One and yeah. done. Yeah. yeah. Okay. One and done. All right. He's a pretty. Bre- he's a what solid. About, what about solid Shabazz Muhammad? Role player in the NBA role plays player. for Minnesota now. He's a role player. He's okay. Uh, I mean, I think. What the, about Marquise Teague? Marquise Teague. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marcus Teague, mm-hmm. the point guard. Yeah. From yeah, Kentucky. backup player. He played a couple of good seasons. Greg Oden was injured. Yeah, he got hurt. Uh, well, Mike Collins won and done, wasn't he? What about Kufus? Kufus is a good player. He's okay. He stayed in the NBA. He's, right? he's, he's, he's got a so job now. what we're looking at here. You just named off all the worst guys, though. No, there's when, there's other guys, man. Javar's credit. What about the Byron Mullins? The Sean Stevenson uh, won and done. Did he even go to college? 
Stevenson. I don't know. Play for the Grizzlies. No, nah, Stevenson was oh, a high Lance school. Oh, Lance Stevenson. Yeah, Lance Stevenson. He was, he was a one-and-done guy, yeah. 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 But he was, I think, prior to the rule. Okay. I, I might be wrong. No, he was after the rule. Yeah, he definitely was. But he was, like, number one player coming out of high school. Yeah, yeah. he was. Yeah. Uh, Quincy Miller, Anthony Bennett, the number one overall pick. Oh, my I God. Think, I think is he, he out of the league now? He's out of the league. He I, is, I, yeah. I think it's more suitable to say that seven-footers can last in the league. Mm-hmm. But if you look at your wing players and your guards. He's a power forward. He's uh, like 6'9". Yeah. No, yeah. He, he's 6'6". Six, six. He's Anthony bullshit, Bennett. though. Who are we talking about? Anthony Bennett? Yeah, he's like 6'6", six, six playing power yeah, yeah. forward. Yeah, I ain't talking about him. I'm talking about like the Brandon Wrights and the Sean mm-hmm. Williams. Okay. These guys are tall with some kind of skill set. Yeah. So you can last in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Uh, so maybe it's just best if you're a guard. Uh, like I said, the exceptions, Rose Wall. But here's what I want to say. Are these guys failing on any more or less than a than a guy who stays two or more years? Because those guys aren't even that much more successful. Look at the guys who played four years. I mean, I, they don't have a great track record of being great. The best of the best players played out of high school or one year. You know, no, you, I disagree. The, pro- the problem is – The best it, of the best guys, Durant, all these guys, yeah. Westbrook, you know. He would play, what, two years maybe? The the best players in the league now, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I thought you meant over like a long period of time. No, 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 no. Just this era. Yeah. Garnett on well, up. Well, yeah, but all, those guys, all those guys were NBA ready coming out of high school. Yeah. They're an exemption, uh, exception to the rule. But it's a lot of exceptions. They're not, they're not the you know? majority. You don't get What's a long the majority? time. You don't get a long time to develop in the NBA because there's always somebody coming in. Always a new guy. Always a new guy that's better and younger and faster and stronger. So you don't get a lot of time to develop in the NBA. Well, I, here's my beef, man. Because. If you're not NBA ready, right, you're going to go to a bad team like uh, uh, Tony Roten ended up in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. We was high on him here. We liked his energy and how he could play and everything. Never developed a jumper. Never developed anything. He went to Philly and got lost because he went to a bad He franchise. put up numbers in Philly. He still plays for him too. Yeah, it, I like him. I yeah. think his upside okay, is great. But he yeah. don't have a jumper. So they just bag up off of him all the time. But what, what what's the beef here? Like what do you think is the problem? Well, I, I think that both college basketball and both the NBA – are both hurt by the current rule. Like I said, the guys that we've named, I think that if you're NBA ready coming out of high school, you shouldn't have to go to college. Yeah. Right? I, just, I think it's unfair to tell you you have to. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that if you go to college, you shouldn't be able to play one year. I think mm-hmm. you go, you have to play at least two seasons. Like Larry Brown was proposing three seasons. A little bit too much. I'll say you have to play at least two years if you're going to go to college. And uh, if you're NBA ready coming out of high school, then go. Make I read an instrument interesting thing that was from Sonny Vaccaro. He was speaking on why the NBA wants these guys to spend more time in college. The obvious thing is, you know, that's free for the NBA and they're getting coached up and, Mm -hmm. you know, all that good stuff. The colleges are benefiting from it, of course, but the NBAs are getting free training basically and they just got they got me they got so many players they could choose from they they all overseas and france and stuff getting players and stuff like that the the the, the band the, the basket is deep. but his but his basic point was or his a uh, bigger point was when they were coming out at 17 years old they were getting the second contract at 22 years old now they're getting their second contract at 25 now they saved three years off their maximizing their ability Contract wise, yeah. So they're okay. getting a, they're, the NBA is having to pay a lot less money to these guys. I they're coming it. out early. I get it. You know what I mean. And then you're getting the the harder years because it's your job as an NBA team to train this player. That's it's right. not the college's job. You know, no, so absolutely, so, absolutely not. So they yeah. Get so a, if you're taking a, them, if you're taking them on, 
you need to be training them and taking those lumps and while they're still green. Absolutely agree. Yeah. Absolutely agree. Uh, like I said, my whole point to reason, I think it hurts both sports. Because when these guys come out, if you're in NBA, you can't pass up on them because the potential's so high. Yeah. So you have to take them and groom them and take mm-hmm. your time. Uh, but I, I think the ultimate thing is the NBA needs to have their own farm system. Yeah. It shouldn't, you shouldn't it, have it to should. go to college. Yeah. To play in the NBA, and, and I'm not saying you should have to go to college. I know you're not. Yeah, I'm not I, trying I, to put that I, on. Yeah, you. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just, you know, I just and it's not a, it's not fair to the colleges. I, I agree yeah. with your point. You know, and I understand where you would make a choice one way or the other. But as it stands right now, to say like, "Hey, you basically have to go to college or go overseas," yeah, to play in the NBA, that rule's ridiculous. Gonna ch- I think it's going to change. Yeah, I just think if when you change it, you need to do it that uh, helps both sports. Did you know Stern also when this rule was changed, he was trying to make it to where you couldn't come in until you were twenty. Yeah, so that would even further take more time off. Right. You know, and they had to come up with some kind of agreement because. That uh, the players are way against you know having any kind of you know. Let me ask you guys this, okay? Before we we're gonna get out of here in a minute, mm-hmm. uh, which which is gonna change first, the marijuana rule in the NFL, uh, which we said because as it changes state to state, the NFL end up getting rid of it somehow, uh, or the eligibility rule into the NBA. Which rule will change first? Because I think both of them are gonna end up changing. Uh, NBA uh, eligibility. eligibility. Yeah, that'll change first. You 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 don't want to be the front runner for legalizing marijuana if you're a sports league. You don't want to be like, yeah, we we take potheads. You don't have league. to do that. Just you quit know? testing for it. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's you all you have to do. Hockey doesn't yeah. test for it. NBA doesn't. Yeah. No sport really does, except yeah. for unless you have some kind of uh, history. Mm-hmm. Uh, NFL. If you get called, then you go into some kind of program. Yeah. And you know, you know? And, and here's the thing, man. Even though it's legalized in certain states. If you go driving around with a bag of wheat, you still get in trouble. Yeah, yeah. It's still you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, still man. You're supposed to stay at the house, and get high, and <laughs> play games and eat munchies. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. And but it's not you don't get to ride around. So if you ride around and get caught with a you know a bag of Kush or whatever, now I drug test you to make sure you're clean for a right. probation period or whatever or whatever. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm not saying just let them run wild. And like I said, if I'm an NFL player and I can you like, you can smoke weed February. March, April, right? Mm-hmm. Whatever span right there. I'm cool with that. Right. You know what I mean? Because I don't need to get high during the season. I got to work out. You know what I mean? I got to fuck my be, wife. I got all types of things. I wouldn't even on. have a big deal with them smoking during the year. If you have some kind of uh, medicinal reasons like, hey, it helps my body heal. Like, or yeah. it makes me deal with my pain I have. Or, yeah, I, it's probably better than taking painkillers. It absolutely is. Right? <laughs> yeah. Dude, I'm on board. <laughs> trust me. But what I'm, I'm just saying you can't come to the game or the, yeah, the practice. But, or but that because shit, we practice know? every day, because yeah. we, we study film every day, right. that's why if I'm, I'm, I'm if I'm the coach, mm-hmm. you know, not even the franchise contract. If I'm the coach, right? Look, man, get your stuff together. Look, Sunday night after the game, you want to, you know, blaze up, man. Cool, man. But when you show up tomorrow, yeah, sober mind. When you show up Tuesday, sober mind. Yeah, you know what I mean. Have yourself ready. Make sure your diet's right. Make sure you're working out when you're supposed to be working out and all that good stuff, man. But uh. I hope both the rules get changed really, really soon. I do think, though, that the age limit thing is going to be changed soon. Right. That seems like there's something like headed that way. Like they're doing some kind of bargaining. Like yeah, and these the guys- NBA is going to give the players maybe more salary cap or something like they did the previous time in order to. All right. start- Real quick. Not, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you did it, man. Uh, but coming up over the next couple of weeks, we're, we're going to touch on the uh, NBA playoffs as they heat up. I'm going to get mm-hmm. Darnell in here probably about a month or so. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, uh, 
But we'll talk on that. But we're going to be gearing up for the NFL draft, right? Uh, which I'm excited about. I heard rumors that Philadelphia is trying to trade up to number one. Niners are too. Yeah, I could show you two or three articles right here, man. We're like, it might like even the USA Day today uh, mock draft had us trading for the thing in the draft. Thing. Okay, so it's, trade it's up to number one and to get you. who? Who's that? Who's that valuable? Wentz. Wentz. Who they want? Guy, That's yeah. not who I want, dude. I had this conversation with Money. You know, I talked to him weekly. Who the hell he, is that guy? Who? Wentz. North Dakota State. Yeah, man. yeah. Like, he's the top quarterback. He's man. no Winston. He's no Andrew Luck. I would. He's trade. got all the the I, tools, man. I wouldn't yeah, man. trade up for him. I wouldn't. I wouldn't either, man. I don't want to do it. I'd rather take the best player available now and yeah. draft a quarterback in the later yes, round. Yes, sir. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, man, you, may, uh, you may come up with a Ben Roethlisberger or something like that. Depending you know on your yeah, man. But he fell late. Yeah, you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. You may come up with a guy. Roethlisberger's still a first round pick, right? Yeah, tenish something like that. No, uh, he no. was like 25. Yeah, he was he somewhere like no, that? Still, yeah. The Steelers never draft in the top ten. Google, that's, hold up, that's the Steelers. You know, they Ben Roethlisberger draft pick. Beep. <laughs> Let's see what it says. Yeah, like the Steelers never yeah. draft in the top ten because they're always good. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, he, me he was in a good draft though. Even, Eli Manning, Phil Rivers, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah that was a good ass draft. Romo second round pick. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Romo wasn't a second round pick. Yes, he was. Romo was later than that, right? Mm-hmm. He, I don't think he was drafted. Or undrafted. That's even worse. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's you, much worse than a second round. You're right. You can find a quarterback in the later rounds. You know, money keeps bringing up, you know, how bad Bradford and them are, man. I just mm-hmm. disagree, man. I don't think. To be I, a number one pick, Bradford sucked. To be a number one pick. He, I mean, he has not panned out. But right yeah, now. Injuries. Yeah. And he's playing on a bad team. Yeah. I watched him last year, but, and but, I am not a Bradford fan. Yeah. Right. You know this, CJ. Yeah, I do. And that dude impressed me on many levels. But, uh, anyways, that's here nor there, man. But we're going to touch on the NFL draft moving mm-hmm. forward. I'm trying to book some people to call in and talk about that, or whatever. Uh, it may not happen. Maybe just me and you shooting shit, or whatever. Oh, you can pick my brain. Yeah. I, I got it covered. Uh, my, <laughs> my, my, my dad and. Maybe Tim will join us on May 9th. I was going to say, man, it's been a while since we yeah. had Tim in here. So we're going to get through the uh, NFL draft, and we'll get them back in here. Uh, Tim's a busy guy. Mondays are 5 o'clock mornings for him. So. And he's got a baby coming up, too. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. care about that. Full plate. Full plate. <laughs> that's you my don't guy care now, but with Uncle Q. That's my guy. You'll be caring. He really yeah. take care of me at work. Of course, man, man. That's my guy. Yeah, man, I love Tim. Uh, anything else you want to chime in on, Darnell? Uh, nothing really. You know, uh, we, I didn't hear you say anything about the Villanova big win on college for the. That home. was a big win. Yeah, I didn't was, bring it up. So that, much has happened. Yeah. Just focus on the NBA. Right. They won because last week I was on here doing a wrestling show. Right. Uh-huh. Uh, with, Speaking of, I had a great time. It was a, a really good show. You guys yeah. really shitted on it, but I yeah. had a great time. Yeah. So, I mean, I thought it was good, man. But we talked about WrestleMania, uh, and I thought the game was, the game was going on as I was doing my show, and I thought it was going to be a blow like all the games have been since the Elite Eight. The and best finish game, of all time. Show. Yeah, man, it was. Amazing. Amazing. Best but, finish of all time. Okay, but did that hurt at college? Because like, why? Villanova, Villanova, <laughs> they're like a team of seniors, like no stars. Like I don't know a player exactly. on that team. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I th- think I think th- it's better with stars. I, th- I think that helps lean towards the rule that I'm proposing of yeah. playing a couple years in college because you play a couple years in jail because these guys that play one year they they would go straight to the NBA if they could. Uh-huh. You know what right. I mean? So we would eliminate them guys. Uh, I think if you make them just if it's like you got to go two years. You're going to see a lot of goes, guys going overseas, man. Yeah, and it's going to a hurt them more. I yeah. think it's going to hurt their game. Yeah. I, I, I thought if a big star would have won a championship, it would have been better. It would have been more of a split. Like, like, if, like if Kentucky would have won again or, you know. Nobody's – only their fan base is cheering for them. 
The rest yeah. of everybody else who's watching the national championship, they're going for the underdog. Yeah, man. I know that's what I was doing. I, I it was pick, great. I didn't pick Villanova. I mean, every game I picked against them, they just constantly won, constantly won. So constantly you're the reason. <laughs> yeah, like I picked against them every game, and they won. Will you every please game. Uh, pick against the Grizzlies the rest of the playoffs? Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. big, big win for Villanova, though. Well, big win for them. They really put themselves on the map. Man. Go on, wrap this show up, man. I've been trying to about five minutes. Grizzlies only have six games left, so yeah. two more regular seasons. Womp, womp. Then four in the playoffs, man. But we're we're going to get on it, man. Thank you guys so much for coming in. Uh, thanks, man. Uh, Fun show. Yeah, man. Thanks to Walt calling in on the Side Street Hotline, 35 South Florence. And um, that's it, man. Thank you guys for listening, supporting my show. Like, share, uh, support my page. Sports, sports, and sports queued up, man. I love my show. God is good to me. I'm out. Peace. Peace. This podcast is a production of Ohm Audio and the Ohm Network. For more information, go to theoamnetwork.com.